everybody. Uh, Mississippi Mike, you had a question. Yeah, man. Hey. We in the year 2024. <laughs> the month is February. The date's the 13th. What you, what you doing tomorrow, bro? Going to work and the gym. <laughs> Going to work and gym because I... Well, I guess it worked out that I recently just stopped talking to a young lady. So I'm glad it happened. <laughs> I'm glad it happened before uh pre-14th and not post-14th. I would have been mad I'm like, damn, I wasted money then. If I ain't oh, talking about no more. Need a refund. <laughs> right. Like, hey, uh, since it didn't work out, can you uh send me that back? Yeah. So I'm glad that it happened. So I'm gonna send my mom and my sister something though. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Gotta take care of the queens in your life. But yeah. F these other hoes. Hey man, look, I ain't hear no shit. What you doing on uh 21424? Man, look, I just I just left an event with with my job. You know what I'm saying? They had a Valentine's Day themed event, one of these places, and uh they were packing up, throwing stuff away. And I saw they were throwing away some of the decorations. And I said, I said, hey, hey, hey. I said, hey. I said, I could I could use this at the crib. <laughs> this nigga here. He I took use the this decorations. At the crib. Man, look. He took the decorations. Yeah, I'm about to put this on the table. You know what I'm saying? Go get some Chipotle, light some candles, get a bottle of champagne. I'm good. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is for you and somebody else, right? Are you doing this for yourself? Myself. Oh. I <laughs> I don't need to. I don't need to display that I love myself. Shit, look at me, <laughs> man. Look, hey. I oh you. I am getting my hair uh, braided tomorrow, so I guess she ain't got no Valentine's plans. What? <laughs> I guess she don't. She's coming to braid my hair. She ain't got no plans. If she's coming, oh, over oh here, it's a house call. Yeah, she's coming over here because I said I'll just cook dinner. Nah, you know it's man, it's Kenzie. Oh, 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 right. It's you be like. Yeah. Okay. Hey, shout out to Kenzie, man. Shout out to Kenzie. Yeah. Shout out to little Kenz. So yeah. yeah, it's just her. I'm cooking dinner, and I forgot about that till you said it. So I'm glad that I, you just because I got now. I mean, I need to go take his ground turkey at the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take that out. So yeah. this is man. This is how I've been single for a long time. I ain't done shit for Valentine's Day since. Well, um, the last time I did something was 2019. See me, you know what I'm saying. I, I sometimes I find myself in situations like in the past, like I've been single and still did stuff on Valentine's Day just because you know what I'm saying pimping ain't easy. I've I hadn't been like messing with a young lady around Valentine's Day since 2019. So me and her wasn't together, but to, I ain't even gonna lie, bro. I hope she don't listen to this, but she lives in Texas and we were setting up a time for her to come visit it in Atlanta. And I was like, well, what about weekend after next? And she was like, you sure? I was like, yeah, that's, I'm free that weekend. She's like, okay, bad, blah, blah, blah. And, and she, oh, she said, don't worry. I'll just pay for my own flight. Cause I got points and all that. So it's not a big deal. I was like, okay, cool. So I'm at work talking to some of the students actually. And it was yeah. like, you do anything for Valentine's day or whatever. I was like, nah, I ain't doing nothing. And then we kept talking or whatever. And I was like, yeah, my, this girl, she's coming to visit. And one of the students, she goes, you you are doing something for Valentine's Day. I said, no, I'm not. She said, well, that's Valentine's weekend. I go, oh, wait a minute. I said, so hold on. Do you think she wants me to do like something special? And the, all the girl students were like, yes. I said, I didn't know she, I didn't wreck. I said, that's how single I am. I didn't realize that was Valentine's <laughs> weekend. Hey man, you, you so single, you ain't even know. You know what I'm saying? Bruh, I'm so single. I thought it was just Saturday. But look, you know, I thought it was of, just the second weekend. I just thought it was the second weekend of February. See, that that's part of strategic dating too. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you know, I'll be telling my boys, like, you ain't trying to, if you ain't trying to break no break bread, nothing like that, bro. Don't don't start dating nobody after November. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, you know, wait, if wait till March. Yeah, yeah, wait till March, wait till Easter, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's at Easter, though. You know, because after after Thanksgiving, right, you start some. you got Christmas, New Year, Valentine's Day. Damn. Like, let's, you don't even know if you like this person. Right. We're going to start dating St. Patrick's Day, baby. Oh, me. Like, as long as you there. ain't Irish. As long as you ain't Irish, we're going to start dating St. Pat. So that sweet spot, St. Patrick's Day through about, uh, about Halloween. About Halloween, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Through yeah, St. Patrick's Day through Halloween. And if I don't like you, we're gonna have to break up before Thanksgiving. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
But like to be honest, you probably should go ahead and break up before Halloween. You don't want to even get close to no to Thanksgiving because you're gonna seem like a real asshole. Right. Cause then you don't know by then, you know, your family members probably don't start asking and you know yep. Thanksgiving. Are you bringing are you bringing in Michelle for the holidays? Yeah. So. No, 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 Granny, she's not. So but and then also Halloween's when the hoes come out too. So boy. And boy, I'm only call, I'm only calling them hoes because I don't know their name. Right, right, right. No, it's just, man. no disrespect. Hey, hey, look, 2023 Halloween, all the ladies, shout out to y'all because y'all, boy, Thelma was, I mean, not Thelma, Velma from Scooby-Doo. Y'all, Bruh, Velma, y'all nigga. shit out that costume, and Ooh, I ain't mad at it. I didn't, I, know, mad at it. I didn't know Velma was so fine. Boy, man, look, hey. I I'd have been ready to slap y'all glasses off y'all head just to see your look for him. Well, <laughs> Black Velma was sexy as shit. Halloween twenty twenty three. Man, what it was between Velma and the um Jesse. You know they dressed up as Jesse off Toy Story, the cowgirl. You know they. Oh, did they sure did, too. didn't they? Man, y'all could up twenty twenty three. Who they dress? Who they dressing up right? If if like right now. Cause we still got a whole lot of year in front of us. Yeah, who, yeah. who, as of right now, who you think they would be dressing up for this Halloween? I don't know, and I'm gonna throw a suggestion out there. I don't mean to sound like no weird ass nigga, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying who I had crushes on when I was coming up. You know what I'm saying? Watching TV. Y'all need to, y'all need to do the the Kim Possible and Shego. Mm. 2024. Mm, I'm with it. I had a crush on Shego, her evil ass. I'm with it. You know, speaking of crushes, we are gonna talk mm. about our first crushes going up because. I was telling my students, hey, did you ever watch Boy Meets World? Mm-mm. Oh, damn. So, Topanga Lawrence. Okay. Boy Meets World. Thick. Thicker than cold peanut butter. Thicker than cold peanut butter. That girl was built like a built like a Cadillac, boy. I tell you what, Topanga, that white girl, that was one of my first crushes as a kid back in the... Actually, and so they was making fun. They said, Will, it sounds like as much as you talk about black women, it sounds like all your first crushes is white women. I had a... Hold on. Because Topanga Lawrence <laughs> and then Say by the Bell, Kelly Kapowski. Those are my first two crushes. Two I, white women. I'm trying to think. So we but then, to- hold on, but hold on. I won't leave it off on that for the people listening off of white women. Yeah. But then as I got a little older, uh Kyla Pratt uh from uh one on one. Hey, to this day. <laughs> it is at to this day. Kyla Pratt. Day. Girl, Kyla Pratt, you, I, I'm still in love with you. But what hey. Al Green said, shit, I'm still in love with you, Kyla. Hey. Mm. Got it going on. That was a woman. Oh, and then uh, Ashley from Fresh Prince, Tatiana Ali. Oh, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. But those was like my some of my first crushes growing up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I got, I got one. I'm, you know. This time I'm letting y'all know if y'all didn't know already. I got an old so I'm be, I'm gonna be real with you. You know I this I nigga about to this nigga about to say Earth and Kids. <laughs> you don't even know that is. Oh, Thelma off Good Times. No, that's not Earth and Kids. Oh well, look, hey Thelma off Good Times. Hey man, hold on, wait a minute, real quick. Earth and Kid played a uh, Catwoman back in the day. <laughs> oh, she can get it too. <laughs> like a woman that wear leather. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everybody love. Hey, Thelma was bad. Bernadette, Bernadette, that's her real Bernadette. name. Bernadette. Hey, I ain't never met no ugly Bernadette. I ain't gonna lie to you, my nigga. How many Bernadettes you know? I only know, I only know like two or three to be honest. So, From, and, you and, know, two to three more than me. So, see, that's at Mississippi. But this is the thing, though. You know what I'm saying? Like Bernadette. Like when I first heard that name, I was like, that's an old ass name. You know what I'm saying? But the ones I've met, they, I've, they've all been through uh, family members. You know, my I got an uncle yeah. that's dating a Bernadette, um, and then somebody else I know dating a Bernadette, and and they all fine. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah. you know, that's what's up because I, I hate to know you, you got a, a old ass name and you know you look ugly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah, it, 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 some names when you hear them, you just assume some that that person is attractive. Bernadette was Miss uh uh Miss Brooklyn in the Miss Black America pageant. She won Miss Brooklyn and the first runner up in the Miss New York State pageant. That's what I'm talking about. There. Shout out to them, boy. Like you sound like the old dudes because it'd be like my uncles who they first crushes was like Thelma. Yeah, yeah. Now, I ain't gonna say she my first crush. She was a TV crush. My but first she, crush, but she was bad. She was bad though. Um, uh, I I had a crush on. I had a crush on. Um. What's her name? She from the she from the silk, I think. Yeah. 
they played in Zoe one on one. Oh, uh, hold on. I know who you're talking about. That was like after my uh after my Disney days when I was a little older. Yeah, yeah. Who 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 was I had crush on? The black girl though, right? Nah, I'm talking no, about I wasn't a black girl. I'm tripping. You I'm talking about oh Jamie Lynn Spears? Yeah, yeah. She from the she from the silk. Oh yeah, the yeah, the Spears is they from Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My kind of be is that Pike County, you know what I'm saying? Shout out. But, did you uh, watch did you watch that show with L Kuja in the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh the daughter Maya Campbell that played on her, she was the daughter. Nigga. What? Mm. Mm. What? Mm. <laughs> I tell you what. Hey. I tell you what, boy. Hey, I hey girl, I I come home do your laundry. What up? Hey. <laughs> what up? Come on now. Hey. Maya man. Campbell was fine as shit. Man. Dang, I was with man. And she uh Hopefully she's doing well, but she wasn't. She was going through some shit. She got on drugs and everything, so she. I mean, you know how that lifestyle go. But she know who's a random crush though. Who? You know, Loretta Devine. Who, Loretta Devine. She played uh, Chris Brown's mother on This Christmas. My dear. You like the mama? Oh, <laughs> you might got a cougar panties, my. <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> Hey, Patty LaBelle and Loretta Devine, come oh, on. They both man. can get it. Hey, one thing for sure, you're going to eat good. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be eating good as hell. Good. Hey, hey. I, had, I had a question on um, uh Family Matters, too, though. Lisa? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lisa was bad. Hey, oh speaking God. of that, I know we talk about crushes, but speaking of Family Matters, that's one of the worst age shows of all time. That show is horrible to watch as an adult. I cannot yeah. watch. I cannot watch this. My brother in law still be watching it, cracking up like nigga. But he also be watching Sanford and Son and the Jeffersons cracking up too. So hey, what you got against Sanford and Son, bro? Nigga, nigga, how old is you? <laughs> but I <laughs> Family I Matters. Mean, Family Matters is awful to watch as an adult, bro. That shit corny as hell. Yeah, it is. It is corny. It is. Do you corny. remember the scene when they closed the locker and it said "nigger" going across? <laughs> bro, <Nah. you> gotta... <laughs> I had to rewatch it. I probably remember yeah, it. That show is horrible. Is it like seeing? I feel so bad for Jaleel White who fa who played Urkel. Yeah. Seeing him as a grown man having to still play Urkel, like yeah. I know that was just awful, bro. I'm glad they let him get his shine and the fun and on the show because I thought I thought like Urkel was that's who he was. That's like, who he really was. Yeah. Like nah, like he really Stefan in real life. Nah, that's <laughs> Stefan Arkell, baby. Oh boy. He popped up, he popped up in that white suit on Laura's sweet 16th birthday, coming into some baby face for the cool of you. Man. That nigga came in there strutting too, boy. Oh, me cat daddy. Man, <laughs> if I was him, I would have said fuck Lisa. She oh, want all, all these other chicks that shit. Man, he could have got any bad in mind. In real life, in real life, if he was Stefan for real. He would have been dating Lisa, but he would have messed with them other chicks, though. Oh, for sure. And then he had, uh, what's the girl's name that Urkel actually dated? Maya? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga, rest in peace. She died of cancer. Yeah, yeah. But she was, I would have chose her over Lisa. I'm not going to lie. Like when, I, like, when I was younger and watching the show, I couldn't stand Maya because she was like the aggravating girl. Yeah. Like when I got a little older, I was like, Maya was bad. <laughs> like that's the kind of girl you want. She, she showed you that she wants you, bruh. Hey fellas, right? Take this now. Don't go for the girl that you want. Go for the girl that wants you, bro. There you go. Go for the girl that you kind of want, but she want you a lot. Yeah, cause you know what I'm saying. You, you, hey, you know what I'm saying. And this, this another token too. As long as you chasing your money, the shorty's gonna come. But when they you start chasing the shorty, you gonna lose money, bro. So if you go for the girl that wants you, it, you gonna have the best of both worlds. She gonna want you to get your money up. She gonna help elevate you. I'm not even gonna say chasing money. When you chasing ambition, mm. women fuck women fuck with confidence and ambition. The the woman that you want, the woman that you want fucks with confidence and ambition. It's yeah. these the social media chicks, the these 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 bottle girls, they chasing the niggas with money. I don't yeah, want a woman, yeah, yeah. I don't want a woman that's gonna want chase for money because she's for the highest bidder. Because right, right. if I got $50,000 and she wants me, but then her call Mike with 70000 she's gone from me. She don't go to Mike. <laughs> got you. <laughs> so, yeah, women love, like, a dope woman, they love confidence and ambition. 
they love that shit. So, I mean, because they talk about, like, I, I used Rick Ross one time, and they're like, he got money. I said, but even when he was broke, he probably had confidence in himself, and he could talk yeah. or whatever. Like, for most women, yeah, they want a good-looking man and all that, but uh, if you can make them feel comfortable and laugh, and you got confidence in who you are, and you got ambition, and you doing your thing, women gonna fall for that, bro. Like, did you, Y'all niggas better get off this social media shit when I hear these young niggas complaining. They only want a man that's six foot. I said, nigga, I'm five seven. I've been getting women since I was in middle school. Oh God. I've been I've been having women liking me since I can remember, bro. But hey, you just you just gotta be yourself, be confident in yourself. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to don't try to be any other guy. You see another guy out here, he pulling 20 girls a week. Don't try to be like him because they already got a him out here. They yeah, they already got a they him. They ain't got the you though. We you, need a you. We need yeah. a you, my nigga. Hey, it ain't what's on you, what's in you. You feel me? It's like some old Detroit, some old Detroit players. Hey, that TI, baby. <laughs> and look, hey, and, and 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 you know, I'm gonna do a little shameless plug on my on my guy Kevin Gates. He just dropped the album, but he dropped a hard ass the bar. He was like, You better turn around before so you can see what you're turning down. When he said that, I felt that. Y'all niggas so felt that. <laughs> Turn around, turn around, see what you turn down. You know what I'm saying? I felt that. Hey, bro, you know, you feeling a shorty, she ain't feeling you back. It's more fish out in the sea, I promise you, bro. I these young you. niggas, these young niggas is lacking confidence. Man, the, the young niggas, can, are we allowed to swear? I've been cussing the whole time, bro. I, I, I'm about to use a, a hard word. You know, you know, it's somewhere they allow on the movie screen and some they don't. We're going to find out. Man, these the young niggas bitch made, bro. <laughs> they are. They, you they, know what I'm saying? And they too focused because they all, what I've noticed is a lot of these people now just get their personality from social media yeah. and they regurgitate all the social media conversation. And so mm. they, so it's like the loudest in the room is fuck that. And that's what happens. These niggas see here, the loudest chick on Twitter, it'd be like maybe seven chicks that's got this silly shit they talking. But I'm like, get off of Twitter. Real life people are not saying the same shit that they send on Twitter. On me, go outside, bro. Bro, for real, go outside. Cause I'm telling you, bro, it's it's the bar is low. <laughs> you the know, bar bro, the bar is definitely low. Cause I've had women women come over and they see the books on my bookshelf. Oh, you be reading? Oh my god, oh, bro, like y'all, you know what I'm saying? Stop, stop crying. Go outside and stop and stop and stop. Um, I say stop expecting stuff too. If I had to go do lists of complaints that I hear from my homegirls or like girls, I think when it, when it comes to like, you know, dating other guys, like bro, okay, you go out with Shorty, you bought her a drink. Don't expect that she gonna give you the yams tonight, bro. Hell like, no, that's corny. That's corny. If you if you wanted that, you should have went got a prostitute. Yeah, and guess and guess what? There's a lot of that around these days. So you know, what I mean, you can go find you can find a prostitute on Twitter now. So on me, <laughs> it's easy to find on one. Me. Yeah. I've been hearing that since the big, since college and women, but I can't say when a nigga buy you a drink that he follow you around the party the whole night. Oh, me. Oh, These me. niggas is weird. I'm so grateful that me and my circle, we ain't like that. Well, I hope, I, I ain't heard nothing about them, but I hope ain't none of them like that. But what, one thing for sure, if you, you know what I'm saying, shout out and shout out to my lady, shout out to my queens. Y'all know I, I ain't with, I don't do the women bashing nothing like that, but I'm just, I'm right. Because well, we don't, we don't allow that on, uh, on this, uh, I appreciate that. But one thing for sure, if, if you want to get just a glimpse, I know it ain't the real thing, but if you want to get a glimpse of what it's like to be a woman, be a straight man in Atlanta because them shit, I be at... Nigga, you, I tell you, I've told you those stories. On me, be at the bar. Hey, they bought you a drink. I'm thinking it's a chick. Man, it's a grown-ass man about me. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm still drinking. I'm a drinking shit. It's free. <laughs> but, hey... I don't play them games, cuz. I'm a drinking. I'm a drinking, though. Shit. You buy me a drink. You, you, I don't care who buy me a drink. I can look over. It's somebody in a KKK mask. You buy me a drink? Oh, God. I'm a drinking. And then my thing is, too, you know what I'm saying? Like, and don't think, don't think this too deep, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, me. Man or woman buy me a drink. That must mean I'm looking good. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate the compliment. I oh, my brother, my brother told me who's gay. He was like, "Hey, man, if a gay man is complimenting you, you doing something right." On me, and so I'm gonna take a comment because I've had referred to these gay men is hilarious. But I've had some gay men tell me how good I'm looking. I'm thick. 
No, that day, Devin, you a little thick one, ain't you? I'm like, oh, uh, thank <laughs> a little thick one. Right, you a little thick one. I'm like, uh, thank you. <laughs> you hey. welcome. But I had to now, I had to tell this nigga to fall back on. He went to college with us, and I posted a picture of me in the gym. Mm-hmm. And he sent it to me, said, you look good as hell here. And I'm just like, thank you. And I'm going to keep it moving. Just thanks and keep it moving. And then he writes me back, I'll do, I'll do you. The fuck? Nigga, you know I'm not gay, bro. What the fuck is wrong with you? Hey, I, wouldn't, like, I, I wouldn't say that to a woman, though. So don't say that shit hey. to me. Like, I wish I would tell but, her, but, I but, told her, you fine. I'll do you. But that's the thing, though. Dudes be saying that, though. That is true. Like, you wouldn't say that. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but it's definitely guys out here that, that say that. Because I fuck you. The, <laughs> girls, the ladies are sending me the DMs. Y'all are saying some yeah, shit, you, bro. You right. look, y'all got to understand, we in 2024. We not in the 80s and the 70s no more. Like, bro, it's, it's cameras, lights, camera action everywhere. Like, everything is recorded, bro. Y'all are, y'all are getting on Instagram Live or going in these DMs saying the most outrageous shit to these girls that I wouldn't want to get brought up in court. And y'all just blatantly saying it. Bruh, they have would, evidence. I'm not going to say this crazy shit because I don't want my sister or my mother to ever know I would say something weird like that. Right. Like, I don't want my sister to be like, I ain't know my brother was out here moving like that. Y'all some weird ass niggas, bro. <laughs> niggas hey, is weird as shit. Shout out to the weird ass niggas because y'all making it easier on the real niggas. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to the weird niggas. You know, speaking of that, we about to uh, go into a little segment I got. Um, shit that gets on my nerves. Let's do it. And the first one is I got five, like five of my weirdest, the five of the weirdest demographics of people. And so you tell me, uh, yay or nay. Okay. First one, college football and NFL fans. They are some of the worst demographic of people. They are aggressive. They're sensitive. They whining all the damn time. And now with social media, like every day, like all they're doing right now is talking about Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady, the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, they the the Chiefs cheated. Like every team, every fan, they team got cheated. They every fa- every every <laughs> fan, yeah, it's rigged. Every fan is out here. Uh, the media don't talk about our team. Like what? What? Why do you care if the media talks about your team or not? Just Man. if you if you enjoy your team, just watch them. They watch them. They Ooh, like do. I'm like for me, I was I don't have a favorite pro team. But I'm a Louisville fan, and we fucking suck right now, so they shouldn't be talking about us. But even when we're good and they don't talk about us, I don't care because I'm watching the game, and me and my homies that are Louisville fans talk about them. I don't give a shit if fucking Kirk Herbstreet or Kendrick Perkins is talking about Louisville. Yeah. I don't give a shit. So that's my first one. NFL. College football fans are probably worse than NFL fans, though. Sure, for sure, because they, they, they belligerently drunk with the beer cans and shit. Nigga, you know? Alabama fans? Nigga. Boy, man, you know I'm a LSU fan, so you know what I'm saying. I don't even. Bruh, so that's my first. So, yay or nay? Yay, yay. Okay. <laughs> uh, College-age men, because we was talking about these niggas is weird. College-age hey. men are one of the worst demographics of humans out there. Hey, bro, college-age college, college men, as, as someone that's, um you know, I, I've transitioned. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't you know, I ain't too far removed by transition, but let me tell y'all something. When you when you a man, you in college, that that's those years are just full of just horniness and desperation, and, thirst. And you you th- you only think of yourself. You're very self centered. You horny. That's it, bro. That's it. Like, that's pretty much. Dick. Everybody's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Any woman can get it. They think that they think just because you held the door for her, she needs to she didn't suck my dick. I held the door for her. What the hell? Yeah, yeah like college days, <laughs> dude, man. Bro. And then because I even look back, I'm like, I was a genuine dude. I was a good dude, but I was even out there wilding. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was still wilding. Yeah, so, now, I, I I look back on situations and and things where I was like, I was all up in my head, like thinking like the word was against me and shit. And I look back on it, I was like, I was the problem. <laughs> it was me. And you look back, you think the world's against you, and realize the world don't give a shit, ain't paying no attention to me. <laughs> on me, bro. <laughs> because everybody else is thinking the same shit. <laughs> yeah, you just another speck of this, bro. And then also, cause they dirty as shit. Like as a man that had stayed in a freshman dorm with freshman football players as well. 
They was the most disgusting ass men I have, disgusting people I have ever seen in my life. I remember freshman year, they would, they would pee in the sink because we had community showers. They would pee in the sink and stop it up on purpose so the pee is just sitting in the sink. That's crazy. Why? Why? What was the purpose? Dorm, I stayed in. We had like community showers too. It was it was people that were shaving in the sink, bro, and was leaving leaving their pubes in the sink. Like, come on, dog. Nigga, so I'll never forget freshman year. Me and my bo- my roommate at the time, uh, we grew up together. We still friends today, Jay Cos. And so that's actually that's my longest friendship, right? We've known each other since we was like nine, ten years old. And here we are at 35. So, but uh shout out to uh black men being friends, because they swear that black men ain't got no friends with each other, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so we're in the dorm and we're going over to see our homeboy that stayed in like just on the other side of the floor. We stayed on the ninth floor. So we just walking and there's one dude, he's on a football team and he cuts a lot of the, this white boy named Dustin, cuts a lot of the dude's hairs on the football team too. And he always has his door open. They're being there playing video games. Doors just always open. Yeah. We're walking by. He's cutting the dude, one of the, his teammates hair. This nigga's butt naked with a sock on his dick. For what and for why? Wait, who? Dustin, who's cutting the dude's hair. He was butt naked with a sock on his dick? Yes. As me and Jay Cos are walking by, and we're walking by, we're like, what the fuck, Dustin? We said, why the fuck is you naked? I'm not. I got a sock on. That's what he said, bro. And the dude getting his haircut just laughing. That's when I learned, oh, white boys are different. Yeah. That was my freshman year. I said, white boys are fucking different. Or when we had sweet mates, so you know when you have sweet mates, it'll be you and your roommate. And then you share a bathroom with just two other people. Right. Man, and it was two football players. They used to shave their pubes over the toilet and just wouldn't flush the toilet. And the pubes are just sitting there. It's like, dog. They were so, oh my God. Or people, they would spin on all the buttons on the elevator just so you wouldn't want to touch it. Yeah, bro. Like, man, college age, man, they they raised by wolves, man. They good. They, bro, they, so yes. So you agree with me, college age men. Oh, for sure. Oh, for um, sure. Celebrity stands. People that stand over a celebrity, I don't understand. Because even me, Jay-Z's my favorite rapper of all time. If Jay-Z drops a whack album, I can say, oh, I wasn't fucking with it. Yeah. But a stand, no matter what their favorite artist drops, for some reason, no matter what, like we, I'll say, I told my friends the other day, I said, Beyonce could drop a record where her just farting on it. And y'all going to be like, damn, her farts do sound different than ours. <laughs> That's great, but you're right, though. <laughs> right. But I, feel like, like, I feel like it levels to it, too, because it's like, I got I, I got respect for fans that, okay, they ride or die for their people, but, like, they going to concerts and shit. Yeah. You know, they're, they're buying merch. So they're, they're actually not just giving their time, but they also giving their money to this person who doesn't give a fuck about them. But the right. people that annoy me... Like, bro, you ain't never been to this person concert. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You but you never... fighting for him on Twitter, though. Right. You fighting for him. Like, bro, they don't even know you, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. That's so, I think a perfect example who has, I don't know about it now, but for the longest I knew, like, J. Cole's fan base was not stands. They just loved him and support him. And, like, mm. so, like, he raps about it on a big crit song. There's this girl that came to, like, like, let's say he had 50 shows on the tour. She came to, like, 30 other shows with her boyfriend and all that. And then he finally met her, took pictures together, and they developed the actual friendship. But she wasn't, like, on Twitter constantly talking about him. And she was yeah. out there just going to the shows. Or, but J. Cole, but I think J. Cole was building a healthy fan base because I remember when he came out with Born Center back in 2013, 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. And... He was telling people on Twitter, like, hey, post a picture if you bought the album. I'll pull up to your house. And yeah. he was pulling up to people's apartments, sitting there 30 minutes, 45 minutes, chatting, taking a picture, driving across New York to go to somebody else's house. He yeah. might be one of those few, like, they built a very healthy fan base, though. And yeah, I've yeah. always respected J. Cole. And so, like that. But then you have the Beyonce's, the Rihanna's, the Taylor Swift's, the Nicki Minaj's. Like, those fan or shoot. The LeBron James, the Michael Jordan, the oh NBA, NBA Twitter is horrible. NBA Twitter is fucking man. Hey, 
and these is crazy. Like half these guys ain't never even touched the court before. <laughs> but and like and it's like they're dedicated to every day breaking down why their favorite player is better than this person. I'm like, I, what I have learned, I don't think the young niggas are fans of basketball. I think they're fans of their favorite player. They yeah. don't they don't care about basketball. They care about pushing the KD agenda, the Steph agenda, the LeBron agenda. I like I don't have a favorite player. I have players that I enjoy watching. But I just think that's weird as hell the way they're dedicated on Twitter to pushing an agenda for their favorite. Like, nigga, it's basketball. Just watch the game. Enjoy your favorite players and your favorite team. It's whatever get the most clicks. But it's, you know what's crazy about the basketball debate now? Like, LeBron, so, like, for the, the new, new generation, you know, I'm, I'm saying, like, kids that are, like, middle school, high school, yeah. beginning to come into college. LeBron isn't their favorite player. Their You're right. Their age group's favorite player is like either KD or Paul George. And I, I hear a lot of Paul George. I right? hear a lot. I didn't realize that Paul George was that. But when you think about it, it makes sense because Paul George can do everything on the court. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it makes sense. But yeah, it's crazy now seeing we've even started going to where the younger generation, it's not uh, Steph Curry now for like. I think the huge Steph Curry fans are the ones that probably are in undergrad now. Yeah. Or maybe like juniors or seniors in high school, possibly, but definitely like undergrad now. A lot of the younger fans that are in middle school is what John ja Morant. Yeah. And, uh Aunt Edwards. And it was yeah. Like it, it's that crowd. So I've seen like me, my mine is long gone now. Like mine, cause LeBron James is LeBron and D Wade and Carmelo is probably the last of my generation's favorite players and stuff. That's that's the end of it because you had because I grew up watching them. I I was in high school when they first popped out. So I mm -hmm. also grew up watching Kevin Garnett, Shaq, Penny Hardaway, Chris mm -hmm. Weber, all that era. So like them, probably LeBron, D-Wade, like Chris Paul, Dwight Howard, Carmelo, yep. that's the last of my generation's favorite players. Mm -hmm. You know, because me, me and Kevin Durant the same age. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's dumb. <laughs> yeah, cause so like me, me and KD the same age, bro. Like we, we, we was freshmen in college together. <laughs> like, hey, at least you ain't got no patch. <laughs> right. Yeah, and he's had that since <laughs> for a long time. But so like so for you then, what would you say your like your top like NBA moments is for you growing up then? Like let's say from like middle school through undergrad. What's your top like NBA moments? Not players, oh. but moments. Okay, so not players, so moments. Um I, right off the bat, the White Howard dunk contest, you know what I'm saying? Do you remember uh, what grade you were in? I'm gonna look it up what year like that was. Fourth or fifth grade, but I, it was a damn, dunk contest. Now, damn, that is fucking when he was um, it was against Gerald Green. Yep. When Gerald um, Green blew out the uh cupcake. Gerald Green blew out the 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 cupcake, and the white threw on the Superman. That was February two thousand eight. So I was in third grade. Nigga, I was twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like eight years old. Hey, bro, I think I was a sophomore, or junior in college. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but all yeah, right. That, so that, that okay. First moment. Um, Kobe, Kobe's last game. Okay, I was I was in eleventh grade at the time. I was a junior in high school, and I was watching it on bootleg. Twenty sixteen, uh, April twenty sixteen. Yep, yep. I was watching the bootleg on the laptop. I actually, I damn near have the whole game recorded on my Snapchat. Damn, um, bro. But at that time, I had been working in the professional world. I was like in my third year as a professional. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Bro, man, shit. Bro, man, shit. Bro, man, shit. So even so, for me, real quick. Yeah. Seeing, and I don't know if you've really started experiencing it yet, but when you start seeing all the favorite players that you really grew up watching, because yeah. for me, like I truly grew up watching Kobe. I was. I was eight years old when he got drafted. Yeah. So I was seven when Kevin Garnett got drafted. Like all these players, seeing them retire 
Because yeah. I feel like see, for you seeing Kobe retire would have been like for me seeing Michael Jordan retire. Exactly. Yeah, so that would be similar in that. But seeing the players that I truly grew up, where they kind of grew up in the NBA with me as a kid and turned into a teenager and then adult, like Kobe, yeah. like legit, I was a kid, teenager, and adult the whole time Kobe was in the NBA, bro. 20 years, bro. 20. Bro, like that's, that's wild to really think about. So you really start thinking about like, man, this life shit is weird. Yeah. Seeing these players that you grew up with get older. So my bad. So you said Kobe, that was the second one. Yeah. Um LeBron winning his first ring in Miami. And I also got to throw in the, you know, the ring in, in um Cleveland too. That those are big moments. Um mm. you know, speaking of Kobe, yeah. My big moment one of my big moments with Kobe when I was growing up, when I was in high school, was when he was uh on trial for that whole sexual assault thing. Yeah. And he had to go to court. The same day he showed up and dropped like 30 in a game. That's the, crazy. That, that morning he was in court, and then that night he showed up for a game and dropped like 30. That's raw, man. Nigga. That's, that's like uh what a, a really big moment for me. I remember watching LeBron's first game. I okay. remember, I remember sitting in that was when we I remember we was going through when I was a teenager. We was homeless for a little and we moved in with my aunt. And I was yeah. sleeping on the couch for my whole like sophomore year of high school in yeah. the living room. And I remember it was on pretty sure it was TNT. I think it was TNT. a TNT game. It was a Thursday night TNT game yep. playing against the Kings. Yeah, I was a uh, I was a sophomore, 15 year old in high school. And I remember that nigga dropped like 23 and 11 or something like that. It like his first game. And it's and I just remember when people talk about the hype with all these players. That LeBron hype was fuck because he had that hype without social media. Yeah, he he had the hype, but he 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 met the expectations, bro. How that, we gonna save that question for later about okay. how many players have had the hype and met the expectations? Because I remember people talking about Zion Williamson hype is bigger than no nigga. That yeah. LeBron hype, I they was talking. I just remember being younger. They was talking about him. They started a little bit his sophomore year, just a little bit. Yeah. Then you started growing that junior year. You was hearing about you heard about it so much. They started making rumors talking about he's gonna try to uh sue the NBA because he wants to get out after his junior year instead of waiting for his senior year yeah. and all of that. And but that nigga, he was selling out. They had to move his game, his high school games, to Akron campus yeah. and stuff. And I remember they in Shaq and Allen Iverson had his games. Darius Miles, yeah. Quentin Richardson. I just remember sitting. And then I remember he got in trouble because they was like they uh they gave him some jerseys for free, and it actually ended up being Rich Paul. Which look who Rich Paul is now. Crazy. And it was Rich Paul because Rich Paul talked that he met him like in an airport or something. Mm-hmm. And LeBron, I think LeBron was like, man, that's a dope jersey or something like that. And Rich Paul was like, man, you want it? And they developed a relationship mm-hmm. and shit. Like I just the, the that moment, his first game, the hype was fuck like. Victor, I think Victor is only the one in my lifetime that I can that can match the LeBron hype. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say Victor. And then I, I think the thing too, even with Victor, and not to knock him or anything, but like overseas players, they they get so much more professional development at a younger age. Yeah, Luca you was playing pro since he was fucking fifteen years old. Yeah, like Luca, Luca came in balling, but he was also already a pro. So you know Le- what I'm saying. LeBron was playing against other fourteen and fifteen year olds. Man, look, I mean, they he was the chosen one. Yeah. Like you know, literally on that magazine cover of Slam it, our Sports Illustrated said the chosen one. Like chosen. he was called King James since senior year of high school. Yeah, this like, dude, they was doing specials on ESPN with him riding a Hummer, ex, uh, getting phone calls from fucking Jay Z. Yes, bro. Like from, nobody, nobody's gonna match that. Nobody. Yeah, it is, yeah. Victor's the no closest. The Victor's, I think, in my lifetime. The not saying that they match it, but the only other ones that had like big hype was Victor. Zion Williamson's hype was was crazy. Yeah. Anthony Davis's hype was crazy as well. Yeah. And I think it's those the only ones. I don't remember anyone else getting that type of hype coming out. Yeah. And then he he matched, he reached, he reached it, and actually probably passed what we our expectations to be honest. Because you don't know what can happen. And this nigga that went on to play, he's in his twenty first year, 
the one, bro. Me, I was at the barbershop today. Me and my barber was talking. I can tell because you got clean fade. Yep, you see it. You see. It. <laughs> he had. He's been in basically the finals like forty nine percent of his career. That's crazy, bro. Some people play twenty years and never make it. <laughs> bro, like some, the majority of them play it and never make it yeah. though. Yeah. And he's been in the because we talked about Tom Brady was in the Super Bowl fifty percent of his career. Fifty percent, crazy. 50% of his career, he was in the Super Bowl. And then, like, 45% of his career, he won the Super Bowl. That's, like, undeniable greatness, bro. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. So, so yeah, for me, that my, that that was one of my moments, LeBron James's first game or just that whole year leading up mm. to him being drafted in his first game as well. And, real quick, that uh, Dwayne Wade in college, because Louisville and Marquette was in the same conference back then, Conference USA. So, yeah. I saw a lot of Dwayne Wade when he was in college. But and he had a triple double in the NCAA tournament against, and I definitely remember because it was against Kentucky, and I fucking hate Kentucky, so I'm gonna always remember that. Yeah. And I remember he just had a play where he dunked the ball and then waved like into the camera, some in the uh Elite Eight, I think, beating Kentucky, who was like fucking 30 and two that year or something. Mm -hmm. And Marquette beat him. So those are two like real big basketball moments that I'm gonna remember that I can literally go back to where I was, which is crazy. Yeah, I just thought of another one. And and this might be, I don't know, this might be personal life for Mississippians or, or something like that, or like particular fans, but um Devin Booker dropping 70. I never forget I was in high school. I think I was a junior junior that year as well. Um and I want to say it was against the Celtics. It was, I remember. I was, and they and they lost too. He dropped 70 and they lost. Yeah, I was I was at Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't know why <laughs> anytime I went to Buffalo Wild Wings, it had to be for something. But we That's was so red, Wild Wings in my you was in high school. Yeah, and you know we the the game is on, and it's like okay, D book cooking, you know what I'm saying? And so you know I'm I'm gonna tune in because you know D book, you know he spent time in Mississippi, like he played high school ball in Mississippi. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he don't he don't you know I I ain't trying to put him out like no soldier, but then he don't always rip Mississippi all the time. I mean, he where's he originally from? I think he he's originally from somewhere in the in the Midwest, I think. So that was March 2017 when he dropped that. Man, when he dropped that 70 ball, because, like, at that time, no one had did anything like that since Kobe dropped 81. Yep, it had been a while. Yeah, so when so he, he He's originally it. from uh Michigan. Okay, Michigan. Okay, okay. But he, he spent he spent some time in Mississippi uh, during his high school years on the coast. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, yeah, when he dropped that, and, like, I'm watching it, and I'm like, yo, Great. this dude Moss Point High School, my bad. I just want to put Point. that out there. Where's the? Do you know where that is? It's on the coast. Oh, that's Moss Point, Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah, he spent his freshman year at the at the school in Michigan, and then the rest of his high school career was in uh Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Because mm -hmm. I was wondering why you said this might be something personal. I'm like Devin Booker. I didn't know he yeah. went to high school in Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you know what I'm saying. Anytime he do something to sit, we you know we repping. But yeah. um, when he dropped that seventy ball, that was that was crazy. <laughs> like, it yeah. was, you know, like I said, it just hadn't. Um, you know, you always gonna have guys in the season to drop 40, 50. One might drop sixty, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But he dropped seventy. Like I said, it was the first time. That was the first time since you know Kobe had dropped the eighty one. And then you know whipped with the hundred. So it was like, and then and then this year, all them niggas is just dropping. Dropping. <laughs> my God, bro. And, and that's why I'm never gonna. I'm not gonna be one of those niggas like back in my day. But also back in my day, niggas was not scoring like this. That's what I'm saying. Like you just had to appreciate greatness, bro. That's, yeah. that's my only thing. It's a little bit of everything. I mean, defense ain't what it was, but the the players are way more skilled offensively than they ever were as well. So when you right. mix it both together, that's what happened. Because I will say, sometimes I'll be watching the game. I'm like, the defense is non-existent. God dang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. then you watch, but then you watch a fucking Joel Embiid being seven one, seven two, doing right. the shit that he's doing is fucking crazy. Right. So I respect it, like, but because I totally recognize we talk about like moments. I remember back in high school, it got to a point where they get to a finals game and it's 73 to 71. I, yeah. bro, my high school years of NBA, it was the off defense was just so fucking good and the offense was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's T Mac and AI and Kobe and all my favorite players taking 40 shots a game. <laughs> 
Them Let's niggas go is going swing. like 12 for 38. On me. On me. <laughs> but get to the free throw line like 24 times. Like the defenses was crazy. But uh, another moment I remember for me was when I was in high school and it was the Cavs versus the Celtics. And LeBron had that crazy dunk on, I think, Kevin Garnett, which was just took the whole house down. Yeah. And I think that's the year that he took them. He took the that horrible Cavs team somehow took them to the finals. Yeah, yeah. And that's why when these when they be comparing these young players to LeBron, I'm like, I don't think y'all know what this nigga did when he was 21 years old, bro. They don't. They like, don't. Yeah, like I get it. Luca, Jason Tatum, John Morant, they are fucking good. Devin Devin Booker, they're all fantastic. Come on, dog. They went. They weren't doing what D Wade did. Well, yeah. LeBron, I mean, D Wade, like, he was the best player on that championship team in his third year in the NBA, bro. Yes, bro. Yes. Like, come on, bro. They, like, they don't think, know what. I think they don't credit, like, the maturity enough as well. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I definitely recognize it's a different generation, you know, with cell phones, social media, and stuff. But, like, LeBron came in the league with, with all that pressure on him as an 18 year old. And to this day, we ain't heard nothing about like no drugs, no him being an alcoholic, no no baby mamas. You know what I'm saying? No no, no shitty stuff. No hitting his wife. No yeah, DUIs. Know, like he he's kept it mellow for all these years. You know what I'm saying? And like not not to say that guys that do get in trouble, they just like bad people. But like you see that a lot. Like guys, you know, they coming from situations a lot of times be messed up situations, and now they getting all this money. Like trouble is easy to get into. He's handled the pressure well as hell. And, like, he's talked about that before. He even talked about how, like, he said Jay-Z, he said Jay-Z randomly reached out to him. It was like, I see greatness in you. If you need anything, holler at me. And he said he just was like, lean on me. Come and talk to me. Just He said, I want to put you in a good circle around people that's going to support you as well. He talked about with his boys that I remember when they first came out, he called them the four horsemen. It yeah. was Rich Paul. Excuse me. Rich Paul. Um, Shit. I forgot the other two dudes' names, but you know it was four of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even like Rich Paul, Rich Paul like ended up going to like school to train how to be an agent. He didn't right. just start being like, "Oh, I think I could be an agent." Because LeBron had an original. It was somebody else that was an agent at first, not Rich yeah. Paul. Yeah. So like he he they made sure that they was ready to handle all of that. And you see that he can. You see like somebody like John Morant, what he's going through. Like, mm -hmm. like LeBron, the LeBrons, the D-Wades, the Chris Boshes, they wasn't folding like that. I mean, Carmelo went through a couple of things early on. He went yeah. through a couple of things. But, yeah. like, the worst you can say about LeBron is the decision. Yeah. That's the worst thing you can say. Like, think about it. The worst thing you say about Kevin Durant is people just didn't like him going to Golden State. Yeah, but everything, anything that you have bad to say about them is strictly basketball. Literally, yep. It's nothing off the court. It ain't no bullshit or whatever. Like D Wade even was able to get custody of his kids. Mm -hmm. Normally, the men don't get custody. Right. So right. shout out to that. Like shout out to because my favorite players they weren't doing all that crazy shit. Now these new niggas, they knew the Zion Williamson out here get the the OnlyFans check and the <laughs> ah. Zion and hey man that whole draft. Of Zion and John, all them in that job, bro. They wildin' yeah. like what <laughs> man, they city boys, man. They are <laughs> and it's like it's like, bro, you in New Orleans and Memphis, you know what I'm saying? Not to shit on them, because you know I'm a I'm a New Orleans Pelicans fan, but it's like, bro, you're not even in a big market city like New York or LA. Imagine if this nigga was in Chicago, New York, LA, Miami, bro. Wildin'. And on. you you in New Orleans, it's a great city, but it's not. You might be in the even in Boston, you might be fucking struggling. Yeah. So so it makes you respect those players that have handled the pressure. Like LeBron and LeBron came in with all of it. And the worst you can say is you didn't like the decision. Yeah. That's yeah. fire. That's fire. So I just hate how in sports now we don't just appreciate the great players because people are so so in tune with just their favorite player. You forget these other niggas are great. Like you can be a Warriors and Steph Curry fan and still respect them. LeBron James, I got to see him in person. Yeah, you got to respect greatness, man. You got to. I, I appreciate. It. I've gotten to see Steph Curry and LeBron James and KD all in person. Like, that's like that's crazy. I got to see a, like I like that's crazy. I got to see this like live oh, and in person. All the famous. 
You know what I'm saying? Bruh, and shout out to Steph Curry, we got the same birthday, so. All right, shout out. Shout out. All right, uh, we got, you got time for one more segment? Oh, man. Yeah, let me know right now before I end this, brother. I mean, I can save it for next time. Man, save it for I, next time, man. Damn, man, because I had a great Mississippi or Nah game, bro. Because <laughs> you got to guess the Mississippi crime, bro. If it's Mississippi. We're going to do one more second, bro. It's not going to take long. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. All right, we'll be right back, y'all. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we bite one more segment, Mississippi or nah. Normally, I have a game that we call Florida or nah, where you got to guess if the crime was committed in Mississippi or nah. All right. So we're going to see how well you know the crazy fucking folk in your hometown. Man. All right, 46-year-old Connie Kalo and two friends decided to break into an apartment home and steal a big screen TV. When the resident of the apartment got home, after noticing her apartment had been broken into, she also found Connie's driver's license that she left behind. And Connie was later, later found at her home that had the address on her driver's license and was arrested for stealing just a big screen TV. And that's all. Is this Mississippi or an all? Honey, a, a Mississippi name, you know what I'm saying? I, I got a cousin <laughs> named Cunny and my niece's name, Cunny. <laughs> okay. Honey um, Kalo. She got three, and she got them three names in there, too. Honey Kalo. Man, I can't put no shit in, like that on Mississippi, man. I ain't, I ain't no way. Damn, bro. Fulton, Mississippi. God dang. <laughs> Fulton, Mississippi. Damn, bro. Oh, for one. Come on, Con- baby. K. Connie K, come on, baby. Man, take don't leave no evidence. Shout it. Come right. on. See, Connie K. If you would have seen the picture of her, like, God dang. Connie K. All right. 73-year-old man accidentally calls 911 instead of 411, then hung up after noticing the mistake. When cops arrived to check on his well-being, they found 94 long guns and two handguns that were not properly stored. He was later arrested for not having for uh for having a meth lab. And none of the guns were registered. Is this Mississippi or not? Now, the, the first part sounds very Mississippi-ish, but I feel like if it was in Mississippi, the cops wouldn't have tripped out about the guns with an old man. You know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. he was a younger guy, but a 74-year-old, they would have been like, oh, shit, you must have served in the war or some shit. You know, my Word. bad. So I'm going to say no. Nah. Damn, bro, you over two. It's no, I'm saying you got it right. No, I'm saying you got it right. It's 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 Canada, actually Canada, Canada. right? <laughs> the fuck, Canada? What? Since when they do that in Canada? What? Damn, Canada wilding, Canada wilding. All right. Uh, in July 2014, 30 year old Roger Beasley Jr. fled a routine traffic stop. He was so focused on getting away that he didn't notice the amount of police vehicles and marked cars outside of the building he ran into. He unknowingly ran into a police academy full of trainees. I would have. And, and was arrested on the spot. I would have known this story, bro. This would have been like all over Mississippi news type. Like, but that name, he got a Mississippi name, though. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie. Roger Beasley Jr. Roger Beasley Jr. Yeah, I know some Beasleys too. <laughs> but man, I feel like a story like that, you know, a chase, and then he. But but the ending is a very Mississippi ending. Him right. driving to a police academy, that's some Mississippi <laughs> shit to do. But I feel like I I remember that if it, you know if it did happen, um, man, maybe I'm just really riding for my state right now. But I'm gonna say nah. Damn, bro, Biloxi, Mississippi. But it had to be on the coast. Bro. It had to be on the coast. <laughs> and unfortunately, it, it was a black man, too. His dumb ass. Yeah, yeah. Roger Beasley. <laughs> Junior. Junior. Right. When I was writing, that's why I made sure to put the whole name. Because I'm like, that's a hell of a, like a southern Mississippi type of name, too. Yeah, yeah. Roger Beasley, get your ass in here. Junior, get your ass. <laughs> uh, in 2007, police received a phone call, a phone call, but the caller immediately hung up. Officers were dispatched to check on the well-being of the caller. When they arrived, they found a full-on meth lab. The caller was attempting to call 411 to check in with FEMA. Is this Mississippi or not? 
they was calling four one one to check in with FEMA. The hell they were doing yeah, that for? Because they had a uh, they were supposed to get a payment from FEMA, so they was wondering when the payment was gonna arrive. Happened in two thousand seven. That that see you know they were trying probably trying to still get some money off Katrina. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that that could have been any state in the South Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi. They had a meth lab too. Yep, a meth lab, and it was right after Hurricane Katrina, so it could be any of them. But they did some dumbass shit like call nine one one. I'm gonna say Mississippi. <laughs> it's Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, teenager decides to prank friends by posting a Craigslist ad offering a free baby. While his friends never saw the prank, officers did, and the teenager was later arrested and charged. Is this Mississippi or not? That sounds like some bored ass, dumb ass shit to do in Mississippi when you ain't got nothing else to do. I'm... But at the same time, that could be some Bama shit too. You know. To me, when I first heard it, I think of a, some random white kid, firstly. Yeah, yeah. And then I think about any white teenager from pretty much anywhere that's bored in yeah. a small town, in a small town would do, I'm going to get them and show them. Yeah, but, and it's and it's funny because none of his friends even got to see the prank before the police found out. <laughs> right, so now you just looking like a dumbass. Um, I'm gonna still say Mississippi. Yeah, actually, it's Michigan. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not in the South. Hey, good job. Good Shout job, out bro. to the Midwest. Yeah, shit, we ain't need know how to get on Craig's this back then. Right, no seven Craigslist. What that is? <laughs> I thought Craig stayed down the street. <laughs> I got a list of Craig's for you. Shit. Um, in October of 2011, 30 year old Jason Andrew Smith broke into a U-Haul rental business. In the middle of robbing the business, Smith realized the company's computers were left on, and he just couldn't resist himself logging into the Facebook, logging into his Facebook account. That act led to his arrest days later. So he was robbing a U-Haul, saw a computer, and logged into his Facebook to check whatever. And then after the police noticed that, he ended up getting arrested a couple days later. That's wild. What's his name? Uh, it was uh, Jason Andrew Smith. I See. will give you this. It is a, it is a white man. Yeah, see, if it was just Jason Smith, but because they they like that's how they say his name. That's how he he's addressed. Oh, oh he goes by Jason Andrew all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason yeah. Andrew Smith. That's how he you know he he don't go by Jason Smith. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's Mississippi. <laughs> it is. <laughs> hey, that's funny as shit. So in Mississippi, they gonna call him by that that whole name. No, 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 no. It's just certain names they have. A, they just sound better saying the whole name, or they sound more Mississippi like saying the whole name. That's why I had to ask you because, like, I mean, I, you was gonna say the whole name regardless, but I had to think if he was from if he was from Mississippi, would people call him Jason Smith or Jason Andrew Smith? And I said they would call him Jason Andrew Smith. Oh, so if that's his name, if because if he was from California, they ain't calling him Jason Andrew Smith. No, nah, they calling him Jay. You know what I'm saying? It's right. It's Jay. Jay. No, it's Jace. It's Jace. Yeah, Jace. Jace. They call him Jace in California. New York yeah. maybe Jay Smitty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, New York is Jay Smitty. Chicago Jay Smitty. Yeah. But in the South, if it's Alabama, Arkansas, Mississippi, Georgia, Jason, and Jason Andrew Smith, get your ass in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sounds about right. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, a man's love for seafood went too far when he was shopping in a local grocery store. He decided to stuff two live lobsters, bags of jumbo shrimp, and pork loin in his cargo pants, attempting to steal the items after refusing to pay. He threw the pork loin at the at the employees trying to get away. He was later caught. <laughs> Bro, you put wild... live lobsters in your pants. <laughs> Hey, when I was reading, when I was looking up the different news stories about this, bro, this is well, boy, because they at first like noticed it and was trying to stop him or whatever. And he took the pork loin and like threw it at him to take off running, but he still had the live lobsters. You should have threw the lobster, dumbass. No, I think that's what he mainly wanted was that's the lobster. What he wanted. <laughs> yeah. Ain't they the Bible gonna notice? Like, bro, it look like you peed on yourself. You got water on, on your pants. Bruh, these crimes that be happening like the deep south, these folk really just they don't give a shit. They just do it. They yeah, like we was talking about it, earlier yeah. to, to take it all the way back around. We uh -huh. like you talking about earlier, they just act. 
They're just acting and they have no awareness, like nothing about their emotions. They just, you know what? Ooh, lobster. I'm just put it in my pants and walk off. Mm -hmm. He ain't from You don't think he's from Mississippi? Nah. Yeah, it's, I don't know how to pronounce this. Delberville? The, the, it's the Iberville? Diaberville, okay. Yeah, Diaberville, Mississippi. I think that's on the coast too. That's where it happened. Yeah, that's what it said. At a Diaberville grocery store. Yeah. It's <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. The you coast. Ever you ever steal anything from a grocery store? Hey, I plead Back the fifth. Back in the day. All right. I plead the fifth. All right. We I like to uh we like to end the podcast on um something uh Something you can say to the world out there. It can be some random, something positive, but we just need you to say something, something to end the podcast on. Hey man, if y'all didn't know, I'm gonna let y'all know. Um, shout out to Will, man. Shout out to Will Thomas, really Southside. You know what I'm saying? Uh, one of the coolest guys I ever met. Cool as a fan. You know what I'm saying? But the Wings be fine. Let me say this. <laughs> hey, you know, multi, multi-faceted. You know, he can do it all. Uh, management, cooking, hosting, you know, comedy. So just shout out to you, man. I'm just in, enjoying being here. Thanks for having me here. I'm um, looking forward to the next time. And, uh, man, just keep, keep on thriving, man. Hey, man, I appreciate that, my brother. Man, means the world to me, dog. Me, you're a great young man, a great young brother. For sure. Appreciate a great that. young brother. He's 23 going on 67. I appreciate you. Security, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Where that social security at? Because I need it. Shit, it's inflation. Oh, <laughs> uh, I appreciate you, my nigga. I appreciate you. Uh, it's been another hour of the chicken and liquor hour. I'll holler at y'all next week. Uh